Welcome to episode 2 of the Gold Stitch Podcast. Firstly, I'd like to say a quick, thanks to those people who listened to episode 1. There were so few, I could visit you all personally to shake you by the hand. However, with the cost of fuel as it is, this will have to do. So, thank you to everyone who listened, to at least 60 seconds, of my first attempt at podcasting. Episode number 1 was made, simply, as a way of saying that I've released a podcast. An ambition to tick off the list, if you will. A second episode was always a possibility, and I've been thinking about it for a while. But, although it's pretty easy to put something together, creating something that people would want to listen to is another thing completely. Many have tried and many have failed. But, it's the good ones that I listen to that make me want to have a go myself. And it's not just the likes of Richard Herring, Adam Buxton, Stuart Goldsmith and Ricky Gervais that we can look to for inspiration. It's not just the experienced comedians, television and radio presenters, musicians or social media influencers who use podcasts to reach out across the internet to speak to the world and beyond. Podcasts give people like me the opportunity to speak to the world at large. Or, more accurately, they give your normal man on the street, like me, a way of broadcasting anything we like across the world wide web. It doesn't really matter whether people listen or not. The more the merrier, obviously. And the more people who listen, the more people will be able to push towards the website and social media and our fundraising. The fundraising is the important part, you can find the links to the website in the bio, which will give you all of the information about why we are fundraising and the ways to donate. I may mention it from time to time as we go on but the podcast will hopefully be a lot more than just me talking about my dodgy lymph nodes and asking for donations. If this podcast is going to go viral, we're going to need it to be exciting and interesting. I can't just rely on this sexy yet, slightly mechanical, American accent that I currently have, to sell it alone. And if I want to complete objective number two, I need this podcast to go viral. Let me talk about objective number two for a moment. Has everyone seen Richard Osman's House of Games? Of course you have. It is a tea time, televisual treat. It is up there, undoubtedly, with pointless celebrities and tipping point. Well, it's a little-known ambition of mine to be invited on the show as a contestant and I will not be able to realize that dream without becoming a celebrity, minor or otherwise. So, if you happen across my little podcast, if you are torn between having a listen to what we have to offer or skip on by to say, Richard Herring for example, just remember this. He may be the king of the podcast. He may have guests such as Michael Palin, Stephen Fry, Don French and other A-list celebrities and public figures. But he has had his chance on House of Games. He is a champion. A champion of champions no less. Now, is my time. Maybe. I'm not going to lie to you. There are many reasons why episode 2 has been slow to materialize. My crippling self-doubt is a curse. For a start, it's why episode 2 still has American me speaking. Like a lot of people, I cringe when I hear my own voice. I will need some time to come to terms with my dulcet tones being heard across the interweb. I have also been wondering about content and whether I can actually put something together that is worthy of inflicting on the public. And, probably more importantly, will I be able to produce something that will keep my old pal, Burf, happy? You may be thinking that the opinion of one man should not make that much of a difference. But, even if the podcast were to break streaming records, Burford would find a way of rinsing me. 
At some point, I'd like to introduce Burf to the huge, potential podcast audience that there is. For us to keep him to ourselves just wouldn't be fair to the world. So, what is our little podcast going to be about? The plan? The plan is to have no plan. It can be about whatever we want it to be from one episode to the next. We'll be talking about anything and everything. From music, comedy, television, film, sport, books. Anything. We'll hopefully be talking to people about their lives and careers. Thoughts and philosophies. We have a few ideas about who we want to talk to and the stories that we want to help tell. We want it to be serious. We want it to be trivial. We want it to be interesting and entertaining. Enough of the preamble. Let's get on with it, shall we? We are in the middle of festival season and whilst I haven't yet been to Glastonbury, I have been to Tunes in the Dunes. It may not be as well known, or to the same scale as Glastow. But, Tunes can boast the most beautiful of backdrops. The Golden Sands of Peronporth Beach in Cornwall have played host to the festival since its first year in 2015. After years of bringing a variety of live music to Peronporth Beach, the team at the Watering Hole, the bar on the beach, decided to step things up. With the stage beneath the cliffs and the festival goers watching from the sands it feels like a unique experience. Especially when the sun is shining. The lineup for the first year included Scouting for Girls, Tom O'Dell, and Status Quo. Together with a host of local acts from across the southwest. And with each year that has passed, the team have endeavored to bring big names to Cornwall's north coast. We've had UB40, James Morrison, John Newman, The Water Boys, Dizzy Rascal, Clean Bandit, The Hoosiers, Fat Boy Slim, Craig David, example. Not to mention Billy Ocean, Bananarama, Shaggy, K.T. Tunstall, Madness, and Paul Weller. Like most festivals, some of the best music comes from little gems that you've never come across before. And most of the music that I am currently listening to comes from those weekends spent on the beach. If you're listening on Spotify, we'll have some of those tunes for you to have a listen to as we go along. If you happen to be listening via any other platform, I'll post the link to my Tunes in the Dunes playlist and you can have a listen to the tracks that I've chosen there instead. My first pick would be Jeremy Loops. He is a South African singer-songwriter who blends folk and pop with his African roots to produce catchy, memorable tunes with a social conscience. He released his first album, Trading Change, in 2014 and it was an assured debut. Sometimes a studio album isn't always able to translate to a live performance, and vice versa. But, Trading Change manages to get a tick in both column A and column B. It is equally as good live as it is blasting from the car stereo as you drive along with your windows down on a warm summer's day. His second album was released in 2018. Bringing the story back to me for a moment, this was the year when everything went a little bit pear-shaped. As you may remember from episode 1, in 2018 I was first diagnosed with the whole cancer malarkey. It was a bit of a scary time, especially when I was seeing bad omens everywhere that I turned. As an example, I seemed to pass funeral processions every time I went for a drive in the car. Every advert on TV seemed to offer life insurance, opportunities to support cancer charities or save money in a funeral plan. Well, when Critical as Water came out, I excitedly took the opportunity to turn off the television and avoid those ads. I jumped in the car and took a drive. Trying not to look at the hearses that drove by whilst I slipped the CD into the stereo. Track 1 kicked in, a track called Gold. A good start. And then came track 2. A song called. Rather Have Me Dead. I told you. Omens. Everywhere. Despite the initial concerns about the bad mojo, the album has proven to be a firm favorite of ours. 
I had always thought that Trading Change was an album full of tracks that had been honed from live performances. Listening to it makes you think, festival. Crowds. Fans singing along. Critical as Water is an album that exudes confidence. Finely tuned in the studio. But each track, still typically loops. His third album, Heard You Got Love, was released earlier this summer. It was written over the course of the lockdown, and many of us who follow the loop social media have heard some of the tracks evolving during live streams and videos. It is an assured piece of work. Confident. The sound of a performer who knows what he wants. Who he is. Links to his website and European tour dates will be in the info. If you can get to one of the upcoming shows, I strongly recommend it. Failing that, get on Spotify or YouTube and have a listen. Another find for us from Tunes in the Dunes has been Martin Harley. A singer-songwriter and an absolute legend with a guitar, slide or otherwise. Although I've not really listened to much roots and blues music over the years, I was hooked from the moment he ambled onto the stage and immediately won the crowd over. He has a relaxed style that puts the audience at ease and allows us as fans to just sit back and enjoy the music. You can see him live and in person across the UK and Europe this autumn and winter, links in the podcast info. Other notable mention includes the mighty land of the giants who always know how to smash out a tune. Having played tunes in the dunes again this year, they also have boardmasters this summer and a host of other shows across the southwest. Also check out William the Conqueror and Willie and the Bandits, bands from the southwest who have graced the stages underneath the cliffs of Peronporth. Tunes in the dunes may not be the size of Glastonbury. Or be able to attract the likes of Coldplay or Liam Gallagher. But when the sand is warm, the cider is chilled and the Hoosiers are treating us to goodbye Mr. A can things get any better. At the time of putting this together I am celebrating my 48th birthday. We've just come back from the beach after a little picnic and a paddle in the sea. It is crazy to think that just nine years ago we were finalizing our plans for moving and starting our new life in Cornwall. Dreams and ambitions can sometimes be realized. I haven't yet published a book, or sold the film rights. But my ambition of moving to Cornwall before I was 40 did happen. Maybe I shouldn't be greedy. But. Maybe I should. Maybe we all should. If people didn't greedily chase their dreams then we wouldn't get new technology or music and film. Sports people wouldn't strive for excellence. There would be no festivals like Tunes in the Dunes. And, of course. There would be no new podcasts like this. I have often said that my only real ambition is to lead a happy life. In whatever form that is. Happiness can mean different things to different people. And this is something that we'd like to explore as the podcast continues. Some people want to be rich or famous. Others want to live in a log cabin in the middle of the woods with no telephone signal or internet access. Personally, I've never been one to make plans. I've always relied on fate to play a role in all major changes to my life. From meeting the wife, to moving to Cornwall. Of course, fate can sometimes throw a spanner in the works too, but you just need to roll with the punches. Fate has definitely been a bit of a dick over the last few years. But, I am indeed, rolling with the punches. And if this podcast should make it to episode 3 and beyond. And if we are able to make a podcast that people want to listen to and appear on? Well, it could be the start of something big. A successful podcast could help with the fundraising. It could help realize some other plans and ideas that I've had over the last few years too. Watch this space, and the website, for details. A successful podcast may be a stepping stone onto House of Games. And more importantly, a successful podcast may also help win the approval of my old mate, Burford. However, I'm not going to aim too high. Thanks for listening to episode 2 of the Goldstitch podcast. 
links to the Spotify playlist and the websites of the acts that we have mentioned will be the in the podcast notes. Check them out and let us know what you think. For those listening on Spotify, we are going to leave you with a song by Birmingham band, Blue Nation and we'll definitely have more about them in future episodes. Their new EP will be out on 2nd September and we can't recommend them enough. Be sure to have a listen to the playlist if you are listening on any other platforms.